Hey everyone, I am Farah Kimji and you are listening to the Futura Talks podcast. I believe the future will be built by those who see opportunity where others see uncertainty. It will be built by people that don't look like the traditional leaders of our past, but by women and individuals from diverse backgrounds that see the world differently and who are driven to make it better for all. This podcast will feature these people, self-made leaders and entrepreneurs that defy odds and are motivated to build a better future. We will also share practical advice for how you can unlock your full potential as the leader of your own Futura. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back. It is so great to be on this journey with you guys. You know, I really love sharing about topics that are coming up in my life, that are coming up in the lives of the people that I coach and and also other entrepreneurs that I speak with. And I just really love diving deep into the things that I'm learning on my journey. Sometimes things that I've had to learn the hard way, but things that I know didn't have to always be so hard, especially if I had someone to learn from, a guide, a resource, someone reassuring me. And that's really why I created this podcast, right? It's that resource for you to have a space to know that the things that you are going through, everyone's going through too, right? But what I also want to leave you with is the tools, the lessons, the learnings um, about how to make it a little bit easier for you on your journey. So that's why this podcast is here. And today's episode is no different. This actually came up in uh, this topic. And the reason why I chose to do this episode came up based on a conversation that I had with a client this week. And this is a client that is in between jobs, right? So she's not working right now. And she really has this amazing business idea that she would love to pursue full on. And in the meantime, she is still being approached um, by corp- like corporate corporations or businesses that want to hire her for a salaried employment job. It's like, what I was trying to say here, right? So regular traditional job opportunities are coming her way, but that's the very job she does not want to do. She has said and declared many times, I don't want to go back to that. I really want to pursue what I'm doing. Um, even though she's not started it or making money at it, but she knows that's where her heart lies. And it's really hard when you've got these opportunities to make money right on your doorstep. And she pulled the card twice now this week to say no to two really awesome opportunities Um, but not awesome for her, right? That's the reality. Like on paper, great jobs, stuff she could do in her wheelhouse, but the same stuff that she wasn't happy doing in the past. And so she said no. And it just got me thinking about all the feelings that can come up when we start to say no to things, especially things that were like, should I have said yes? So this episode is a little bit about that. Like, what happens when you say no to those things? I'm going to get to what happens when you say no, but I actually want to first address the issue that a lot of us have around saying no. I actually had a really, really big opportunity myself 
um, that I said no to a couple of years ago. And what happened after that? No, like it was the opportunity was somewhat aligned, but not fully aligned. And deep inside of me, something was saying, this isn't it. Now the opportunity was lucrative. I'm talking like million dollar lucrative, um, like for the potential for it in, in a very short period of time, right? I had an equity stake in a multi-million dollar company. And I said no to leading that, being the CEO of the of that company. And that was the hardest, one of the hardest no's I've ever had to say in my life, but it wasn't feeling aligned. And I was so scared to say that no, there was so much, what if far, what if this is the opportunity? But when that little inkling inside was like, no, this isn't it. And I just went with my gut and said, no, a lot of amazing things happened after that. So this episode is actually about helping you to say no, so you can actually start saying yes to the things that really matter and to those really amazing aligned, fully aligned opportunities. There is a lot of power in being able to say no, but it is one of the hardest things for so many of us to do. So that's why I've chosen to do an episode fully about this. This is really important, especially if you are an aspiring entrepreneur with a big idea or, you know, you have this idea you want to pursue, you want to make a major change in your life. There will need to be a lot of no's in your future to be able to say say yes to the right things. So it's kind of a thing you're going to have to start flexing in a way, like practicing how to say no. Like I said, it's not so easy. Why is it why is it so hard for some so many of us to say no sometimes? And actually, I'm fumbling my words just a little bit because it's 9 p.m. on a Friday night. And I actually said no to an opportunity to go out for a few different reasons, but I partly did it because I want to make space for the things that matter to me. And this podcast is one of them. And waking up early to go to a meditation thing, breathwork thing that I'm doing tomorrow is one of them. It's giving me an opportunity to say yes to this podcast and yes to that meditation. But I am still fumbling my words because it is a little late at night, but I wanted to drop this episode while it was fresh in my mind. But I promise you, it's going to be a great episode. I have a lot of notes here, a lot to get through. Okay. So why is it so hard for us to say no? Right. And I, I will say for myself, one of the reasons is I am a total people pleaser. Like I really have this need for people to like me. It is something I'm actually working on because I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. You don't always have to be like, liked. you have to be respected and you have to be able to respect yourself. And sometimes that means not always pleasing other people, but because we're people pleasers by nature, a lot of us We want to say yes to everyone. We don't want to let people down. It's coming from a really good place. We're saying yes. But what happens is, you know, we start to think if we don't say yes, then maybe they're not going to like me. Maybe they're going to judge me. Maybe they're going to be upset with me. Maybe I'm going to lose a friend. We go through all of this analysis paralysis and we just say yes, right? And I also sometimes say yes because I get FOMO. I'm like, I don't want to miss out on that thing. But what I've realized is when you start saying yes to everything, you don't leave any space 
for the things that you actually want to be saying yes to, the goals, the dreams, the desires that you're trying to pursue, the business you may be trying to get off the ground. If you're so busy and your calendar is packed in with all these yeses that lie with other people and not the yes to yourself first, you're not going to make space or room for the things that matter. So what what's actually happening though when you're saying yes, right? The reality is if you are saying yes to things that you don't really want to be saying yes to, you're not actually being genuine, right? It's a false yes. And in the end of the day, you're letting down yourself and the energy that you're going to bring to the event or the opportunity or the meeting or the call or whatever it is that you said yes to that you didn't really want to say yes to. It's not genuine of you, but like I said, you're not going to bring that right energy. You're going to also potentially end up feeling resentful that you said yes. And you might end up resenting that person that you said yes to. So again, you're just bringing the total wrong energy, especially when it's not a hell yes, right? When it's like, yes, because you don't want to upset anybody. That's never the best reason to do anything. Because like I said, your energetics are going to be off. Sometimes we also say yes, because it's then our excuse to not do the things that really matter, like not wake up early and go to the gym because we said yes to going out late at night, one Friday night, right? Like it it works as a hall pass in a way to not do the things that are actually going to move you forward, right? That are, that help you work on your goals. Sometimes we actually have to say no to a lot to pursue our goals, health goals, business goals, financial goals whatever they may be, there might need to be a lot of no's in order to actually build out that dream. But the yes becomes an excuse to not go after it full on or on the days that you don't really feel like it. The other thing that happens when you say yes is you're not leaving any time for you to have creative thinking time, right? When you're so busy, it's very hard to drop into that zone where you can be creative. And as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, we need that space and time to create. That's that's when you can drop into your zone of genius and be able to actually put something out in the world that is aligned to what you're trying to build. But if you don't even give yourself the space or time in your calendar, in your day, in your week to do that, that, that time is gone, right? So you're saying yes, but you're missing out on, sorry, you're saying yes, yeah, but you're missing out on what you really want to be saying yes to. Like we all have the same 24 hours in a day, right? So we have to be really mindful of what we are saying yes to. Ultimately, what you're doing when you're saying yes is you're saying yes to please others at the cost of pleasing yourself, right? And then you're not leaving space or time to actually follow your dreams. And you're just always busy, but not with the stuff that matters. And you're doing a massive disservice to yourself and to others when you do this. So I think we've probably established like, you know what, you're right. Like, I don't need to say yes all the time. I, I, I'd like to um, say yes to the things that matter and say no sometimes to the things that don't, but how do I do that? right? It's not so easy, especially if you're a people pleaser, especially if the people you're saying yes to all the time are just so used to you saying yes. So that now if you say no, they're going to be like, what's up Farah? Why are you saying no? Right? They're not used to it. So it's going to require a little bit of practice on your end to prepare for that no. 
So one of, you know, I actually have a bunch of tips to help you out on how to do this, because this is something I have now been flexing for almost two years now. And I'm going to get to the benefits of why I've been doing this and why this is so important to me. But first I want to share how you can actually start saying no, right? Or yeah, how you can start saying no to people. The first is to really be honest. Just be honest. We all know when someone is being fake with us and saying yes, when they don't really want to say yes, we generally know unless you're really good at hiding it. And some of us are, but I think when you're just honest that I don't have the bandwidth for this right now, I'm sorry, I can't do this, or I've got to get up early. So I won't be able to come out tonight or no, I'm actually not interested in this opportunity. Thank you for asking. There's lots of nice ways to deliver your no, but coming from a place of honesty to me is the best place to start. The next thing you can do too is let's say someone's asked you to do something and you're not actually sure how you want to answer. You're not sure if you want to say yes or no yet. Then take some time to sit with your answer before responding, right? Just sit with it. And what I would actually do is imagine yourself saying yes. How's that going to feel? Play out what the yes is. When I say yes, then I'm going to be here and this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And now I won't have time for this. Like play out the whole scenario of what happens when you say yes, and then decide if you still want to say yes to it or not. And maybe you play out the scenario and you're like, yes, this is a hell yes. This is something I really want to do. So I'll say yes. But maybe you play out the scenario and it's not. And you're like, you know where it's going to end up, right? Because you've been down this road before. So then maybe that's what, you know, you sit with it and you get back to them and you say, you know what? Thank you so much for asking. Can you give me, I'm going to get back to you by noon tomorrow. Just give them a timeline and do get back to that person. And if you haven't made your decision to say, I need a little bit more time before I get back to you, but set a timeline to get back to that person so that they're not thinking you're just avoiding it. They know you're going to get back to them. They're not going to pressure you for the yes before you're ready to give it to them. You've established when you are going to say yes or no. Okay. Um, the next thing you want to do is ask yourself, do I really want to do this thing? Or is it out of a place of obligation? Do I just feel obliged to do it? Right? Obligation is not a reason to do something. And maybe it's an obligation that you don't have the bandwidth for right now. So you could just say it's a no right now, but not for good. Right? I don't have the bandwidth now. And maybe you're really honest about it and say, I will have more time in a month. Now, don't say you have more time in a month just to push it off and, and, and kick the answer down the road to then have to say no again at that time, right? Be really honest. But if you are genuinely saying, I don't have time now, but I'm telling you I'll have time in two weeks. Can we reschedule for then? Or can we try again then? That's fine. That's just, that's normal. You have to be okay with doing that. Instead of trying to say yes, fitting it into your busy schedule and then feeling overwhelmed, overcommitted, overworked, overtired, showing up resentful, like all those things that will happen because you just said yes, right? Really just make space for it when you can truly say yes. Also ask yourself if you're just saying no to things from a place of fear. Now saying no from a place of fear is a little bit different. Because if you're fearing an opportunity because you're like, oh, I don't wanna speak on stage, I'm afraid of that. It's not because you're, you don't want to, it's not because you're busy or have other commitments. It's just 
fear that you need to overcome. That's a bit different. I would work through that fear and say, do I actually want this to be a yes? And I'm just a little, I'm experiencing some fear or uncomfortability around a situation. I can share with you that actually tomorrow. So the thing that I have to get up early to do tomorrow is I'm going to a place that has a, a circuit of breath work, sauna, meditation, and cold plunging. Okay. And I did it last Saturday and I struggled oh, with the cold plunging portion of it. I was with some friends. They really encouraged me. I, my immediate answer to them when they invited me was no, absolutely not. This is not for me. I don't want to do this thing. I'm not about like voluntarily putting myself in a cold pool. No, thank you. And then my friend used a little bit of reverse psychology on me. She's like, don't you tell people to do things that they're uncomfortable doing all the time? Don't, don't you like coach people on that? I'm like, yeah, I do like intellectual things and like speaking on stages, but not like putting themselves in a cold plunge pool. She's like, it's the same thing. You know, you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone to do something that will actually be really great for you for the health benefits of it. And it's also flexing that I can do hard things. So I had to say yes after that. And I went last week and I didn't do a full two minute cold plunge. I did a 30 second one. No problem. I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to aim for two minutes, but my initial no. So I explained all this to share that my initial no came from a place of fear. Okay. That's different. You got to work through, you got to push through those no's and turn them into yeses. Cause I went and I actually felt great after that session. That's why I'm going back. Right. All of a sudden I turned a no into a yes. And I opened up space for something that I actually now is a hell yes for me. Look at that. Right. So just examine if the no is coming from fear and sit with that and, and ask yourself, which one is it? Is it a no from obligation or a no from fear? They're different. Um, I'm also not telling you to say no to everything, right? That's where I was going with this and that you're supposed to just sit by yourself all day long. No, you're intentionally saying no to certain things so that you can make space to say yes to others. So this isn't about just, no, I'm going to say no because I just want to stay home and watch Netflix. That's, that's not what we're doing here. Okay. Let's, let's just be clear about what our, our no's are. Um, Another way you can kind of practice doing this is actually, you know, sometimes we look at our calendar, someone invites us to something and the space is open. So we say yes to them because we see the space open, but we haven't actually gone in and like booked in our personal time, that creative time, that time that you're going to need that maybe isn't filled with an appointment or a calendar invite or a meeting in person or other otherwise and it's just open but so you say yes and next thing you know you're saying yes to everything and because you haven't actually put in your time as an appointment in your calendar i schedule in all of my time first now that is the key thing to this i actually schedule in my appointments with me first and then if someone comes in and they want to book into that time for some reason first of all i have it set up on my calendly that they can't book into those times. They're not available, but let's say something comes up that does creep into it. I can then decide, okay, I've booked this time for me. Do I really need this? And am I willing to give up that time for this meeting? But generally I really do not sacrifice my me time. I add in meetings with other people 
into the times that I, I have available, especially if I'm blocking off it, like chunks. I'm, I'm not going to cut into that because I know it takes me a while to drop into my creative zone or being able to write or record a podcast or any of these things. I block off big chunks of time for those things. And um, I don't negotiate with them too much. I also try to do it in days. So I have like full meeting days. Um, and then like generally Mondays and Fridays, I try not to do too, too many meetings and keep those as me days. Sometimes I even try to book Wednesdays for that. Like those are more my, you know, coaching days and delivering a program days and Tuesdays and Thursdays are fully dedicated to meetings in person and otherwise. And that day it's also like stacked into, okay, I can get ready for those meetings and just be in that zone. But it does mean that if someone is saying, Farah, I'd like to meet with you on a Monday, I might say, oh, it's, it's okay if we meet on Tuesday and just protect that time, right? So book in your time first, protect it. Say no if you have to say no to things that pop up in that time, knowing that you may not know exactly what you're going to do in that time, but you're leaving the space to do the things that really matter. I actually plan out exactly what I'm going to do in that time because it's really important um, to do that, to book your time and, and, and use it wisely for yourself. You'll feel so much better for it. Um, so that's one strategy that I use around like when I'm going to have space for yeses. Um, that's just more day-to-day -day stuff. Bigger stuff, you know, you should be scheduling in all the things that you have so you know exactly how much bandwidth you actually have for saying yes to things, right? And, and because so many of us, when we say yes, we want to do things well, right? We, we want, we're not going to just say yes and then half-ass it. So that's why I've become very intentional of what I say yes to, because I know if I'm saying yes, I'm going full on with it, right? Um, so I really want to prioritize my yeses. Next thing you can uh, remember is that no is a full sentence. When you tell someone, no, I'm, I'm not available for that. No, I can't. You don't have to justify after that. Just, just no is a full sentence. My coach reminds me of this all the time. No is a full sentence. Don't add the backstory. Don't justify. Because some people might not even like your justification, right? And they just feel like you're giving an excuse. Just say no. It's, it's easy uh, after you practice it after uh, a bit of time. Um. The next is just remember to also say no to the things that are not serving you. So this might not just be people that you're saying no to. This might be activities, environments, food, whatever it might be that's going to derail you from the things that you're trying to actually do and just that you desire to do. So for me, it's it, it's it's saying no to activities after 10 p.m. on a weeknight because I want to get up at 6 a.m. or actually 5.30 to train in the mornings, right? So I've had to like say a lot of no. I've also had to say a lot of no to, you know, gluten-filled, sugar-filled food, right? Like there's different areas in your life that you need to say, is this really serving me? Do I need to say no to this for now or for a season or for good, right? So I analyze places where you are not being served by continually saying yes to certain things. What helps you to do this is to be very clear on your vision. When you know what you're building and what you're working towards and what your purpose is, you know what aligns with that, you know what the yeses are for that, and you can become a lot more clear on what is a no, what is not going to build 
towards that goal, right? I'm not going to have FOMO because it's not aligned with where I'm trying to go. I'm not going to feel bad for saying no, because this is where I'm headed. And these are the things I need to say yes to. Um, and then just remind yourself, this is the final reminder here of it's not your job to make everyone else happy. It's actually your job to make yourself happy first. And guess what? When you do that, it's going to benefit everyone else around you, right? So you don't have to always say yes. So those are some of the strategies for you to employ to actually be able to start saying no. Now, this is the part that I have been waiting to get to, which is what happens when you do say no? You leave a lot more space and room for opportunities that are really aligned for you, right? It gives you space to have that meaningful yes, right? The yes to the thing that you are like, I really want to call this into my life, or this is a really aligned connection. I do want to be at that dinner. I do want to have that meeting with this person. And I left space for it because I cleared out all of the things that weren't serving me, all the activities, appointments, maybe even relationships, food, whatever it is that you cleared out and made space for the things that matter that will move you closer to your goals, right? That meaningful yes, that intentional yes, that aligned opportunity. This is what happens when you do that. I mentioned to you guys at the top of the episode that there was an opportunity that I walked away from that was a lucrative opportunity because it didn't feel like an aligned yes. What happened after in the in the two years following, it's been two years since that, and my business got built. Like, and so much space to say, yes, I started a podcast. I, I started coaching one-on-one. I took a coaching certification, like so many things that actually are so aligned to me and the path that I'm on now, I've been able to say yes to all of that. More connect, more to my uh, uh, time with my coach, with some of my friends that I'm way more aligned with. I've actually really kind of cut down my circle a little bit to just put more time into the relationships that matter to me. But it meant saying no to the things that I used to always say yes to. But what it's brought in is just soulful, aligned connection, opportunity, work, business, all of it, right? I've had the space to be really creative. Like I've overhauled overhauled my website, two websites, my personal website, as well as my business website. I had the space for that. I had to get really creative. I had to write copy. I needed time to be able to do that. So this is what happens when you do that. You can create and build things, right? Um, then what else, what also happens is when something comes around that maybe you didn't have, like you didn't know was going to come around, but because you've created space in your, in your life, you now have the bandwidth to say yes to it. And that thing that comes around is Something that if it had come around when you had that busy schedule, you might've just had to say no because you had no time for it. And now you can say yes. Now, the thing too is often when we keep our calendar so busy, we kind of get forced into a position of saying no to things that we really want to. And that's why it's so important to clear out those things that you don't want to be doing. I'm telling you, good things, you, you leave space for good things to come in. Just remember too that it might just be no for a season. 
it's, it might not be no forever. Like for me right now, I'll share this with you. It's a personal thing, but I'll share it with you. I haven't been drinking, drinking alcohol for the last few months. Cause I found that it wasn't really serving me at this time in my journey where I really need to be deeply connected to my goals, to being able to drop into a creative space, to my health, being connected to my health goals and alcohol just wasn't going to serve me on this part of my journey. Is it a no forever for me? No, it's just a no for a season. Still going out though. I still hang out with friends and I just don't drink at them. And I know it's not necessarily a no forever. It might be because I'm feeling great, um, but it can just be a no for a season, right? Could be no for health reasons too, right? Like there's so many reasons that if you're connected to the bigger why of why you're saying no, it was quite easy for me to cut it out because I know exactly what it's, what the benefit is for me on the other side. The benefit is this showing up here for you guys, showing up for my clients, building my business more time with friends and family, more connected time, more time for my health, more time to go to, you know, fun. Well, not so fun. No, it's a great experience. Uh, you know, cold plunging experiences because I didn't go out on a Friday night, didn't have that drink on Friday night. So I can wake up early and do the things I really want to. Right. So remember why you are saying the no, connect it back to the purpose of what is really a yes for you in your life. It becomes so much easier. Um, And just remember, like sometimes you're, it's easier to say no, because it never really was a yes for you. Maybe your answer never really was yes. You just always said yes to people. But if you had just sat and asked yourself truly, it was a no, right? So you don't have to say yes to all the things. You just have to say yes to all the things that are aligned with what you really want. Those big dreams and desires that you have for your life, those purpose-driven dreams. I'm telling you that no can be the most powerful thing that you do because it gives you a chance to say that hell yes. So I've gone on about this for quite a bit. Clearly, I'm so passionate. I am going to end off with a couple of quotes because there's some people out there who have really nailed it. Uh, This one is from John C. Maxwell. He says, Learn to say no to the good so you can say yes to the best. I love that one, right? There might be some good things out there, but what about those amazing best opportunities? That's what you want to be saying yes to. And then this one is an anonymous quote, but I really liked it. It says, freedom isn't the ability to say yes. It's the ability to say no. And I think that just sums up this episode. So tell me guys, I hope you got a lot out out of this. I actually want to know what are you guys ready to say no to today? So you can be a hell yes for your big dreams. All right. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Futura Talks. I hope it has left you inspired and motivated to pursue your dreams, find your calling and follow your heart in your life and business. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean so much to me if you would consider leaving a review and better yet, sharing this episode with someone who will be inspired to start building their own Futura. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week.